Welcome to Parks and Rec episode 94. Taking it way back. I wrote the song a long time ago, 94. Jesus, I can't even get the bit What's right. What's happening? It's fine. This episode's called Swing Vote. It's season five, episode 21 of Parks and Recreation, the show that we're covering on this show, Parks and Rec, which is a podcast that we are all a part of. This episode, the Swing Vote episode, not this current podcast what? episode, is written by Joe Mandy and Alan Yang and directed by Alan Yang and originally aired April 25th, 2013. And I know this has happened before in the series, but I think it's the first time we're calling it out. Alan Yang, who directed this episode, is in it. As Whoa. well as one of Andy's bandmates. I'm Joey and really struggling on speaking today. I'm Haley and we'll see. And I'm Sean and I'm the member of Parks and Rec as we do a show about Parks and Rec. And I'm also very wrecked for this episode. I did not give you the uh, preamble for that, but uh, this is the most wrecked I've been for an episode in a long time. Ooh, Ooh. fantastic. What are you wrecking yourself with? I have Fireball and Rum Chata. That's why it looks like milk. You called it out as milk before. I did think you were drinking a large glass of milk. (laughs) It is not milk. It is Fireball and Rum Chata. He likes his uh, milk-looking drinks. Yes. Yes. I love my milk-looking drinks. (laughs) Um, Delicious. Uh, People say it tastes like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I say it's better because Cinnamon Toast Crunch is trash. (laughs) Whoa. Do you like any of the toast crunches? French toast crunch, churro crunch, the others? I never had the others. Oh. C- cinnamon toast crunch doesn't taste bad. It just rips the top of your mouth off. And so It does it does destroy your mouth. <laughs> As does the cap'n crunch. As does the bowl cap'n. of razors. <laughs> yeah, but I don't eat breakfast. that. That's not on my list of breakfast items. It's got good roughage. I- at what age did you learn that Captain Crunch doesn't have the T in there, just Captain Crunch? I feel like I read it on the box that way as a young child, but never like really cared about it until I, I think I heard it on TV one time. Like someone on a TV show was talking about it and they were really stressing the Captain. And I was like, okay. But I still, if I'm talking about it in normal everyday conversation, I nine times out of 10 will say Captain Crunch. I mean, if we're talking about trash cereals, I never really ate Cap'n Crunch growing up. I actually don't have an opinion on Cap'n Crunch. I said that like I strongly dislike it. I have no opinion. Yeah, but is it Cap'n or Captain to you? I think I always said Cap'n, but yeah, I don't know if I knew that it was apostrophe on. This is a Mandela effect thing, isn't it? Sure is. Sure <laughs> is. <laughs> giggle. I like you leaning back in your chair, like yes, yeah, it is like a wait a minute, effect. yeah, they can hear me, so I need to lean towards the microphone. It was very entertaining for me, but yes, for the listeners at home who can also play along with trivia that we have coming up, Sean, you are more wrecked than usual. You can play, oh, so I'm gonna lose. Let's but we, see. Yeah, uh, we won't know until later. You gotta tell us how you do. Yes, please let us know how you do on trivia. Uh, let's see if Sean can continue his massive comeback. That he's been working on yeah, here. Yeah, Sean, he's get out with that. 11 to 9. Haley just needs to win one more trivia in order to get the victory, which is a cookie cake given to her by Sean. By Joey. With custom frosting on it. This prize changes every episode. So <gasps> That's so scary, Uh-oh, Sean. Sean's, Sean's uh, playing around with... He has uh, a little it, guillotine. Yeah, it looks like a miniature guillotine <laughs> to... A cigar perhaps, guillotine. Perhaps to cut... Worms in half? Unclear. He's threatening yes. me. My cigar trivia. Oh, okay. trivia style. Yes, saying I didn't. I don't know what. But it's, just, it's just an intimidation tactic. Intimidation tactic. I like it. I like it. Let's see if it works out. <laughs> now quick he's reminder, being real confident. Quick reminder: I'll be asking each of you three questions. I do have a tiebreaker in case you want to hop over to that Whoa. one. That'll be a fun one. But we'll go through our three questions first and see how you all do. Whoever gets the most. You're winning this round of trivia, (laughs) as is often the case with trivia. Whoever gets the most questions right is the winner. Sean, we'll start with you. Question number one. 
During this episode, Andy sees Mouse Rat playing a show without him. What does Mouse Rat name itself when they don't have Andy? Rat Mouse. That is correct. I better get a bullshit question, too. Haley is livid. (laughs) Haley is livid. Uh, The second one, I think, will be pretty easy. Um, I kind of want to give... I kind of want to give you a chance at a bonus point. Because I think I have yeah, one where mine I, could was give, so easy. I could give Sean yeah. a bonus point. Okay. Oh, no. He just wants to also give you a bonus point. Well, let's see. Let's throw in a bonus point. No rules. <gasps> Sean just cutting out his eye via cigar. Great. This is a great Kinda audio like you, only. Well, it's, <laughs> like, it's like how sometimes you'll crush someone with your fingers, you know? Like, it's it's the illusion that you can actually crush them. So. Oh, both of us are still there. Okay. Right. It's the illusion Ooh. that he's guillotining his eye out. Okay, well, please don't do that. I'm ready for, for my question. For serious, at least. Uh, Haley, your question. Question number one. How does Tom convince Anne to break up with Mona Lisa for him? And for a bonus mm. point, what does he name? The th- I'll even say it. The thing that he gives her. So he gives her his favorite blanket, which is a Chanel blanket. And he names it Chanel Michelle? Very close. What does but, he name it? Uh, since this was a bonus point, Sean, you can't steal. But do you do you remember? Uh, I do not. Uh, it's a chenille blanket. I also thought he was pr- mispronouncing Chanel. Oh, but it's okay. apparently chenille is a, a type blanket. of yarn. Oh, uh, and it's uh, chenille chenille O'Neill. Oh, chenille O'Neill. The name O'Neil. of blanket. Very very. Damn simple. it! I just Chenille-O-Neil. thought it was a lady's name for some reason. But the, yep, now that you say that, I remember what he says. That. I remember now. Not that you really, say it. Really flows yeah. off the tongue. Sean, your question number two. It's tied one to one. Leslie compares Putt Putt to a movie. She says it's the blank of places. What is that movie? I have no clue. I don't remember Putt Putt being compared to any movie throughout this entire episode. <laughs> you made this question up. I did not. This is a fake question for sure. That's when they're both trying to butter up Jeremy Jam which I guess is a large chunk of this episode, but during that whole exchange. Uh, I can give you a hint. It's a movie Haley does not like and has not seen. Oh, that's confusing. (laughs) How should she not like it if she hasn't seen it? It's the Toy Story 4 Do I not like it or I don't? Oh, can I steal? Sure. Sean, are you done guessing? Yes. It's Toy Story 3. Which I have, in fact, seen. Oh, I thought you hadn't seen that no, one. No, it's too. the fourth oh, one okay. I haven't, you haven't seen. seen I saw the third one and I well, said... Well, I just gave it away. All right. You did. You did oh. see four. Yeah, you Sean did, did just Sean. give it away. You did a great job of giving it away. Thank so you, just, sir. I know you didn't want there to be a Toy Story. Yeah, before. exactly. I saw the third one and I went, ah. case closed, we're done with this. And then a couple years later, they were like, wait, wait, we're not. And I was like, mm, we already did I thought did that this. too, but man, Toy Story 4 is good. And so... <laughs> it's so good. You didn't like Toy Story 3? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it was done after Toy Story 3. I'm saying we didn't need a fourth, but apparently it's very good. Yeah. I just didn't think it was necessary because the whole story was told. It's like, so I feel the same way about um, some movie series that they break the last one out into two movies and then you have like a really long introduction first movie and then a jam-packed action second movie where I'm like, Hey, remember why that was one book for a reason rather than Hunger Games? an intro book? Yes. Hunger Games. I stopped watching after Harry like, Potter. I think I've only seen one or I might've seen two Hunger Games. And then I was like, come on with this. And the same thing with like, yeah, Harry Potter did it. I thought there's, I mean, they were like kind of the first one that really did it. I think I'm gonna watch Hunger Games tonight. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of other ones too. Like anything that's like a trilogy or more. They kind of have been doing that for the last 10 years, being like, let's break it into one more movie so we can just, you know, get money out of people. But yeah. I just like how I gave away the trivia answer there. I know. No. You really did, Question Sean. number That's three. why I asked for permission to steal before. Okay. And you gave it. Well, here's Haley's second question. Oh, she no. Can, I know. She can really, really put the, uh, the pressure on these, Sean. How does Mona Lisa threaten Anne? Is it more than once or it's only one threat? It's just happens? one threat. It's 
at the bar. Oh, like when she first walks up to her? Yes. Okay, she pulls out a screwdriver and she's like, if we're going to do this, let's do this, basically. So she's basically like, if you're going to fight me, here we go. Is that the answer? That is correct. Okay. Sean, it is time for you to pull out a miracle. Channel your inner... I don't know, player that channel me <laughs> makes a lot of comebacks. Channel, channel, channel your inner, inner Josh inner. Smith. No, and channel yourself in the last Corey three Brewer in uh, the 2014 Western Conference. Fi- Is that what it was? Remember the Rockets came back against the Clippers, the Clippers? many years ago. Channel that. <laughs> Just a slow, slow comeback that eventually led to like an 11 point win. Perfect. Cool. <laughs> Flows nicely. This one also has a bonus question for you, Sean. Your question number three, or a bonus answer, I should say. Who did Mona Lisa not know was on Instagram, and who does she threaten for not knowing? Mm. Um, somebody famous. That is somebody correct. <laughs> Sean gets the point. It was... It wasn't like Drake. It was. I feel like this was kind of pre-Drake period. Yeah, but someone of that fame caliber. I, oh, is she called what Jabronis or Jewezies or ah? Uh, what <laughs> the hell? It's on the tip of the tongue. We can see it in both cases. Oh no, that's your that's your salmon from dinner. Fuck. <laughs> Cause she yelled at the entire bar. Yeah. And I thought she was yelling at Tom because it's, it's someone Tom would like. Was it Drake? No. It was not Drake. Alright, well that was my guess. <laughs> and Haley, what, what, do you remember? Ooh, no. Was it like Yeah, I think like both of us, we're like, we can picture the whole scene. Yeah. Was it P. Diddy? No, it wasn't. Was it? Was it? It, it was Diddy. Was it? Okay. It was Diddy. Really? Okay. And, Damn. Okay. And then she says, I also can't think of what it is. Jabronis? Uh, it's Jagweeds. Jagweeds. Oh, you yeah. said Jabronis, didn't yeah. you, Sean? Yeah. yeah. That's why I couldn't. I ha- Yeah. Anyway, there it is. Well, there you go. There you go. I'm going to ask the tiebreaker question to give Sean a chance. Wait, where's my third question? Just, this is your third question. That's but not I'm, a tiebreaker. I'm going to ask it as the tiebreaker question. That's not how it works. It's, you're still going to win, though, unless you... But I just like to answer my question. Unless you get none of these correct and Sean gets all of them correct. These? Yes. All right, your question see. is, what kind of music does April like to listen to? She likes Halloween sounds from the 1950s and she likes i believe it was oh it's like it's a country and then a type it's like something death something like not norwegian and then the last one is bet midler obviously <laughs> um but the first one is like I don't know, Swedish, it's not Swedish, uh, Finnish death rock. Pretty close, pretty close. You did get two out of three, so congratulations, Sean. I don't know. A week to uh, start preparing cookie cake reparations. Uh, the, other, the other one was German death reggae. Oh, it was German. Yeah, on the tip of your tongue. Kind of I was sitting here trying to remember what the PPPP was. Yeah, I knew it was a, a genre that wasn't, you know, because usually it'll be like death metal. I knew it was a non-that mm-hmm. type of genre. I just kind of remember. Or the gorilla's name. Which one? Sha- uh, Ron's or Leslie's name for the gorilla? Uh, no, it was Mr. Fuzzy Face. Yeah, but, but Ron also Ron's names name, yeah. $9,000 of taxpayers' money gorilla. <laughs> or something like that. The PPP was the tiebreaker. All right, lost. Yeah, give us that tiebreaker. Well, that was the tiebreaker. Was oh, you were gonna do it like one, one, yeah. one, one. Yeah, no, no, no. Was the yeah the 
uh, April music choice. So um, that was my third question and the tiebreaker? Well, no, I made it into your third question to potentially so give Sean a chance. The third, third question? question was very easy. What was it? It was, uh, what did Ron have to do to win the mini golf game? He had to get a the fucking dragon. In one. <laughs> well, he had to beat Leslie in golf. <laughs> very vulgar. All right. This episode, I lost um, the trivia, so now I want cookie cake. Um, yeah, are we getting it? some of that? Anyways, this episode was called Swing Vote. And the swing vote is because Leslie wants to say the Pawnee Palms putt-putt course uh, that Ron has petitioned to defund. On the topic of defunding things, no, 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 we're not going there. Um, we, uh, <laughs> um, Ron, Leslie just storms into Ron's office, like, what the, what the shit is this? She didn't say shit. <laughs> um, Ron, being you know the least government person available, wants to get rid of the government, wants to get rid of the publicly funded mini golf course because. I guess it's, it's nine thousand dollars that it spends. How much does the course cost? They it, said it. It sounded like you said nine thousand dollars worth of taxpayer money goes into it, but I don't really understand that. Like, why is the government funding this? Yeah, this putt putt course, and why? Maybe it's a city owned course. Like, what are the what, what's the revenue coming in? I don't know. I thought that was Anyways. interesting. Anyways, uh, so yeah, um, Ron put that up for city council to vote. So Leslie is trying to get uh, the golf course to stay. And uh, right now it's tied two to two. And the last swing vote is Councilman Jam, of course. And um, I didn't hate Councilman Jam until the very end. He was actually tolerable for this episode because he loves snow cones. And I don't mind snow cones. But um, <laughs> no, but he had, a, he had <laughs> finding common ground. Oh, snow cones. <laughs> He had a he had a quote that I could I finished his sentence for him at the very beginning. He's because Leslie asked, "What are you doing tonight?" And before he even spoke, I said to myself, "More like, who am I doing tonight?" <laughs> but and, and then he said the same thing, and I chuckled, and so we related. Um, <laughs> first time ever in the series. Nice. Um, but so yeah, Jam is the Jeremy Jam is the swing vote to keep this. Uh, to keep this golf course uh, in operating. Also, a moment when when Leslie ran up on Jam and the old dude. I don't remember the old councilman thing. She was like, "Fellas, how are you doing? You're looking handsome." And I think <laughs> the old dude's like, "Not great." <laughs> he said, "I'm not. I'm feeling very ill today, or something like that." And then Jam's like, "Oh, thank you." But they both say it at the same time. That was a great yeah. scene. <laughs> Um, and she's Leslie telling him how handsome they look. She asked him about the golf course, and the old guy was like, "Yeah, I saw uh, various children of uh, different races and ethnicities uh, mixing together. So that's why he's voting against it. That made me laugh as well because it's 2020. Um, also, so yeah, that's going on. Chris, April, not Chris. I keep calling him Chris because it's fucking Chris Pratt, not Chris." <laughs> Andy, April, and Ben go to the bar because Andy did a great job acquiring a donation because Andy works for Ben now. Also, Andy says he has two part job, part-time jobs. I don't remember what his other part-time job is. other than working Oh, well, for he him. works for Ben at the charity place, and then he also, yeah. I think, works for the parks. He works there as well or does the security at City Hall or whatever. Oh, he still does it. Okay. Yeah, he's still working there in some capacity. Because he came into work, remember, with his suit. See you tomorrow, Jeremy. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Andy Andy's in April and Ben are at the bar. Andy orders a drink for him in April and orders Ben a water because he declares Ben the, uh, the designated driver. But it was Ben's idea to go out and Ben's the one. And Andy's the one that drove, but Ben already... Andy already ordered Ben the water, so it's too late, and Ben has to be the designated driver now. Um, as they're, you know, having a good time, they notice the band's playing, and it's very familiar what the song is. 
Um, and they all look, and it's Andy's bandmates. However, they're calling themselves Rat Mouse instead of Mouse Rat. And you know, Andy's getting upset. He feels left out. He's like, "Well, why? Why did they ditch me? What's going on here? I'm the I'm the lead singer of this band. This is my song. I wrote this song. Um, what's going on?" Um, and they're making fun of the the new lead singer. I guess his name is Burley, which is uh, his actual name. Um, I checked the cast. <laughs> um, oh, nice, and, Andrew Burleson. Um, but anyway, they uh, they confront Andy. Confronts the guy. It's like, hey. What are you guys doing up here? You, you don't even have your lead singer. You guys sound terrible. April's like, yeah, the main guy sounds like a backup singer. She's just trying to back Andy up. And Ben's like, oh, they sound pretty good to me. Um, so Andy's upset. And so he declares that this is his last night as a musician. Uh, the artist formerly of Mousetrap, the former artist of former, I forgot what he said. He said something um, like, you may know me as Andy or <laughs> the artist, formerly the lead singer of the band Mouse Rat. And he said, but after tonight, I will be the artist formerly known as, and then he gets a little confused. And then he's like the, the, the artist who was the lead singer of the band Mouse Rat. Yeah. He goes up there to sing his swan song. I think he named, named it swan song. And it was pretty funny because there's just, him going, ah! Like <laughs> yes, getting more Me, loud and egregious yeah. each time. And also, at the same bar, uh, Tom and Jenny Slate's Mona Lisa, that's her name. Tom, Mona Lisa, and Anne is there for a reason. Anne's just there? I Why think, is Anne there? Well, I think it was kind of like a let's all go hang out with like uh, Ben and Andy and April thing. Like They were all celebrating... But then, yeah, they were never together. At one point, I asked yeah. Joey, I was like, are they in the same bar? Because it felt like it at first. And then their storylines were just completely separate, but happening at the they same time. They may have filmed it at different times. That's what I'm thinking, because they were never in the same scene together. Yeah, it could be. Um, but yeah, Anne is there, looking great, looking Anne, uh, Tom, <laughs> and Mona Lisa. Fantastic. Tom and Mona Lisa are there. Uh, Mona Lisa throws Tom on a pool table, says, hey, let's make out. Um, I forgot why she was mad at him, but then she just put him on the table. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Then she still like she wanted his car, and he's like, "You already have my car." Yeah, he was like, "Do you not know where my car is?" And she was like, "Uh, what's with the third degree or the fifth degree?" And she's like, "Oh my god, I hate it. I'm so bloated. Let's make out." Yeah, she was super gassy. <laughs> Move out of the way of the telling the people that were playing pool. Um. So Tom, this you know, Tom's like, all right, I gotta break up with this girl, um, but I think he's tried, but he's been unsuccessful. So he goes to ask Anne to, uh, hey, can you break up with Mona Lisa for me? And they bargain the the Chanel O'Neill blanket uh, that Aunt. So Anne decides, yeah, I'll go break up with her for you. So Anne goes to start talking to. Uh, Mona Lisa, she pulls a screwdriver out on her, um, but then says, hey, and you know, I'm not interested in Tom anymore. Uh, and they start talking about Tom and how uh, they are, they won't work out and how he's not rich anymore. No, he's not rich at all because he needed a big loan for his company because that's one of the reasons why Mona Lisa got with him because she thought he had money because he had his own business. But since he had a huge loan and well, I don't know if he had a huge loan. But Anne convinced him that he did and that he's actually broke. I think so, he did have a huge loan, but his business is doing well right now. So he does he has yeah. a little bit of money in the bank, but he does definitely still have a loan because everyone in the parks department gave him money. Right. Um, so what happened after that? Um... Uh, this is so then he was radio. poor. So then she was like, <laughs> it's over. We're done. But then she grabbed Anne's hand and she was like, I don't even usually like Puerto Ricans. Let's go. And Anne was like, the fuck? I'm not Puerto Rican. <laughs> and so she pulls her into the crowd. And then the next time you see her, Mona Lisa has like changed. She's like redressed. She and Anne. she flipped her shirt around, did some crazy stuff. She put her hair all up and she's running to Tom and she's like, Tom, you got to help me in this friendship with Mona Lisa. 
Yeah, but Tom's like, nah, I mean, we get yourself into the situation. Like, and like grabs him by the tie, like, get me out of this friendship. And so Tom, uh, Tom and Anne, her, Anne's coming out the bathroom and Tom kind of grabs her and they kind of like kiss or fake kiss right as Mona Lisa's coming up. And Mona's like, like oh, what is going on here? And, and Tom and Anne's like, yep, it looks like exactly what it is. And Mona's like, like, oh, so you want to have a threesome with the three of us? And Tom's like, like looking around. Anne is uh, like, and absolutely, like, absolutely not. not. <laughs> Tom says, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not take it off the table yet. Let's hear her right. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Anne ends the friendship right there saying, y'all are gross. So she just leaves. But then uh, Mona Lisa looks behind her and says, hey, ask the girl behind her, like, hey, you want to have a threesome with me and this guy? And the look, and the lady says, yes. And the look on Tom's face is what made me laugh out loud. Because <laughs> he's like so unexpectedly happy about what's about to happen. Um, it's great. It was great. I would probably make the same face too if that ever happened to me. Just like look confused, happy, and just be looking at the camera. <laughs> but that didn't end up happening because uh, the lady and Mona Lisa got into a fist fight in the parking lot. We did not see this. Um, Tom just told the story to Anne the next day. Because um, Anne asked him, how did your night go? Um, but Tom brings Anne the uh, Chanel O'Neill blanket. But as he's giving it to her, he's giving her all the instructions to take care of it. And he becomes exhausting. So Anne's like, I don't want it anyway. And so Tom takes it back and runs inside. And so Tom keeps, gets to keep his blanket. So I have a qualm with this episode. I actually really liked this episode, but it just suddenly occurred to me that didn't Anne turn in her like two weeks notice last week so that she wouldn't be working for Chris so that they could officially do this whole maybe it's a relationship, maybe it isn't thing. So is she- Has it been two weeks? That's a good question. That's a good question. We'll know. see next episode if it's still <laughs> happening. But is she still working for the Parks Department, just not somehow related to Chris? Or what is that situation? I feel like she maybe transferred departments, but she's also just in the break area. So maybe she just came and visited Leslie. Yeah, but she was by herself. Leslie wasn't. Anne and Leslie didn't. You know what, Sean? I think they may have filmed this at different times because Anne and Leslie never interacted. Like the only people that interacted were like Ron and Leslie and Jam. Well, there was that one scene where a lot of them were in the in the room together. That was like Donna. I don't think Jerry was in this episode, was he? He's retired. Yeah. So, yeah. Outside of that, a lot of the scenes were only certain people. And then those that normally interact didn't. So, you may be pretty spot on with that assessment. It had some scheduling difficulties. Um, But, yeah. Tom gets to keep his blanket. But he's also not broken up with uh, Mona Lisa yet. Because he had a... uh, a soft cast on his arm and or like a brace and Anne's like what is that from the fist fights he's like no this is from a this is a sexual injury she's like oh no and she leaves but yeah apparently they're still together which i thought he made it clear i thought he broke up with it he I did thought, and she was like yeah yeah we're broken up but i still want to hook up let's ask this girl so maybe i don't know we'll find out next episode i thought confirmation right um the uh, Andy sings his song, um, the swan song, but then he comes into work the next day wearing a suit because he's a grown man now. He's not one of those music boys anymore. But uh, his bandmates, I guess, come in and Andy asked them to be back in the band. And it was like, yeah, you can be back. We just, we just had a show without you because you didn't show up to practice because he called you like 20 times and he, Andy dropped his phone and a bowl of cereal so they had to do the show probably cinnamon toast crunch (laughs) has that ever happened to you joey like hey someone's not picking up his phone we might as well just do the show without him no not not for our band we've certainly had instances where we thought someone wasn't going to show up i won't say who it is but uh i which uh which which position in the band are they (laughs) no they'll all be able to figure it out without yeah without just saying too much i let's just say perhaps he lives in the basement of uh his home and that was my guess yeah 
Uh, okay. There was there was one time we were less than ten minutes from playing and could not get a hold of him. He had said earlier he was on his way. And that person that lives in the basement is the uh, he showed up. He did in the last yes. second. Yes. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, we've we've also had times where we knew ahead of time that someone wasn't going to make it, so we'd have a, a replacement. And I think we've at least always had at least one practice with, with said replacement. And occasionally the replacement has brought in ideas of like, hey, what if we kind of like switch up this part? Like nothing major, but there's there's one example I'm thinking of where he was like, how about for this, instead of like the normal drum beat that happens, I just hit like the two floor toms. And so it's like just vocals instead of all of us playing. And I was like, that actually sounds real cool. And then when we <laughs> did it, he missed... <laughs> Oh no! He missed his drum kit, so it was just like a real silent kind of like from all of us. But when we did it in practice, it sounded awesome. So, agree that uh, maybe, maybe that should just be how we do it moving forward. Collaboration, it's great. Now, now I miss burning your shows. Oh, I know. We'll we'll get back out there someday. I do miss them in twenty twenty one. Um, yeah. So, um. And he's back in the in the band. Uh, he was never really out of it. They ju- he just missed practice, and so they had a show without him. Um, and that, that solved that. Um, <laughs> Burley. Wait, no. Andy said, uh, "What? How did the quote go?" Andy was telling Burley, like, "Oh, also, you you know, you're a great singer." Um, and not and Ben agreed. No, I can't remember. Do you remember how it went? Like, and. Leslie hit Ben because uh, Ben was trying to say he's a good singer, but Leslie thought he was a backup singer. In that, while they were, when he was asking for forgiveness. Okay, so April, Andy says something like, and I'll sing again. And then April's like, yeah, Burley, get back to that backup singer place. I don't know, something like that. She was like, you suck. And then Andy turns and he's like, no, your voice is great. And then April hits Ben and she's like, yeah, Ben, why are you trying to say that? <laughs> and Ben just, look, yeah, because Ben didn't say anything. He was just sitting there. He's like, looks at the camera and looks at her like, what are you doing? <laughs> Not my fault. Ben, uh, at the very beginning of the episode, says he needs to be more assertive because uh, he de- definitely wasn't being planned. He wasn't planning on being the DD that night. Nor was he planning on that bar or oh, yeah. those drinks or paying for everyone. Exactly. Uh, back to the main story, the swing boat. Um, Leslie and Jam are playing mini golf. Leslie is losing on purpose uh, to appease Jam. He's like eight strokes ahead. They also have a snow cone girl, uh, a snow cone stand with their, a girl just serving a girl who jam. who Joey knows personally, Esther Pavinsky, went to elementary school with her, and Whoa. now she's out in the world, acting out in the world. Yeah, that's awesome. Small world. That's great. We used to play. Uh, can you spell Nimona Ultra Microscopic Silicon Volcano Caniosis? Which at least that at the was time the game was that the, the two of you played. Is that a real world? Is yeah, that a real at the, word? At the time, I don't know if it still is, but at the time, it was the longest word in the English language, and I had it taped out on my desk, like spelled properly, and she wanted to learn how to spell it. So she would practice like a little bit at a time. This was, I don't know, Are you fourth, in the same or f- grade? fourth or fifth grade. Yes. Oh, but she's also friends with your sister. Yes. Okay. Do they hang hey, out in you... LA? Sometimes. Sometimes. Oh. Because I guess they hey, both do you live know there. anybody famous? Do I know anybody famous? Um... No. You mean besides us? Besides us, podcast <laughs> fame. I mean, my cousin is a baseball player in the minor leagues, and he played. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so there's that. Um, mm, now he plays for – now he's in the Mexican League. I don't know what the name of his team is because I think he's been on a couple different ones. I have to, like, look it up every time I'm trying to – Every time it's a new yep. season to make sure which one he's still on. But he played for a while. He was in a couple uh, major league games, which was cool. Um, That's cool. Mm-hmm. He played at Round Rock Express one time, like against them. But I wasn't able to see that game. And I, w- I thought he was going to play there again. Like it was one of the first years I was in Austin. And so I was like, oh, cool. Well, I'll catch him next time. And then he like they just never 
played here again, I was like, oh, dang, I thought this was going to be like kind of regular and I was going to get to see him. Yeah. So I've actually only seen him play. I mean, I saw him play growing up a lot. Like we would go to his games sometimes. We were always like everyone in my family played baseball. So we were at the baseball fields like every day of my life. Um, So, yeah, I've seen him play when we were younger, but I haven't seen him play professionally very many times. Uh, So him and then, um, I mean, not not super famous. I don't know a lot of super famous people. My uncle was an activist and was killed. And because of that, he has some like fame within that community because it's a well-known like incident. But outside of that, I would say not really. Not really. What about you? Just sort of like I knew. So I was in the same classes as like UT, some some of the football players at UT. So I don't know if that counts. Uh, I hate name dropping. Like, oh, I was in class with so and so. Well, yeah, but like, if oh. you like actually knew them, like met them, or I mean, they knew my name because we were in the same class. Well, there you go. They weren't big classes. Um, but no, personally, it's not a lot of, not really a lot of childhood people other than <laughs> Joey with Caleb Haney who played quarterback for the Bears for like a <laughs> playoff run after Jay Cutler got hurt. Um I played Pee Wee football with him. He grew up in the ski. I've never seen so many nine to seven final score yeah, football it, games. Oh man, I felt I root for him so hard. <laughs> I was like, come on Caleb, you can do it. And oh man, he Oh those those were rough games. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, not anybody that I know person personally that I speak with on a regular basis. Other than you guys, you guys are famous. Oh, but your friend does um a podcast too that's pretty well known, Sinisterhood. Oh, Heather, Heather has a good podcast. Yeah, um, I guess she's getting she's getting up there in the famous world. Yeah, they were yeah. number one, I think, for a while on a uh, some. Those murder mystery podcasts. Yeah. Not murder mystery, but true crime. True crime podcast. Which is badass. Still waiting for them to feature you, Sean. Make that happen. (laughs) Yeah. I like that podcast a lot. They don't have guests on their podcast. Well. Uh, I told him. I feel like they have had a guest before, Uh, just so you know. (laughs) Oh. It's a little bit different. It's not like it's not kind of like we've had guests on our podcast before where we just watch an episode. They've had people who are experts i don't even know actually i some of them are just people who are interested N- don't quote me i don't know i but this is our podcast this is our and podcast I, and it's different i don't know how i got off on this tangent i don't um, know either but i did just remember that two of my friends from college were baby uh models for um gerber baby like two oh. of them were gerber baby models which is pretty funny i learned that i'm i'm Facebook friends with one of the bachelorettes that I've been, but oh. I never like it was just I we we friended each other in college because we just met each other and back in 2006 you just right. friended on Facebook anybody that you met, and she <laughs> went on to, but that was it like that's the only time we crossed paths and then she went on to be the bachelorette. On she TV. was a bachelorette or she was on the Bachelor. She was on both. Oh wow. What's her name? So I guess uh, Rachel Lindsay. Mm. She's the only black bachelorette. Mm, okay. And actually, my friend asked me about it. Hey, you're Facebook friends with this person? I'm like, yeah, we didn't. I don't know. We probably like met once. I don't remember. But, you know, there's only UT is only 4% black. And so every time you meet a black person, you pretty much ended them just because uh, there's not a lot of us. And so, but yeah, I mean, if you want to come see her pick, <laughs> come get my phone. that invite goes out to anyone (laughs) come get sean's phone my mom is a big bachelor bachelorette fan that's why i was wondering which contestant it was we're gonna be famous one day and then they're gonna be like hey do you know sean do you know joey and Haley?" and everyone will say who oh Ah, ah, say ah. mike jones they'll say who doesn't yeah (laughs) more like who am i doing (laughs) they'll say who is still talking about these famous people on this podcast. Let's yeah, like well, I don't know where I was. Well, I, have, I have one other shout out that I oh, want to get. My friend Mike Perchik, who is a reporter, uh, formerly in Austin, but now out in North Carolina, uh, just 
went viral because he uh, beat cancer. He just had his last cancer treatment. He, he tweeted. I was uh, nervous about the start of your sentence. He tweeted he several, beat. several months ago. He tweeted, I, uh, he's like, I'm something along the lines of like, I'm 28 years old and just been diagnosed by, with cancer. And in four months I'm going to beat this. Like I'm going to be cancer free. And then he retweeted that tweet with life update. I was right. And that tweet's like blown up and, our, uh, he, he was formerly on our uh, basketball team, a nice crisp bounce pass, and uh, we've been keeping an eye on it. And it was over a million likes, which that's a, I mean, that's, that's a lot of likes. That's a lot of likes on the old Twitter sphere there. I think I paid, capped at, you know, 170. Love those vanity <laughs> metrics, yeah. Do you know him from basketball? No, I know him from Miami. Oh, Shout from out school. to the U. Yes, he, gotcha. he was a, a spry young freshman when I was a senior but in the broadcast journalism realm and fantastic, fantastic guy has led, uh, has, has shown me a lot of random things online that I never would have seen. Often I think you mentioned him Twitter. actually yeah. in the, when you were talking about your journalism, you may have mentioned him then. We'll get him on sometime. He had one of the greatest moves I've ever seen in person where he did this real impressive spin move from the post and got called for traveling <laughs> despite it not at all being a travel. Dang. A good time. It was like when uh, Sean and I almost saw Grant Hill <laughs> Dunk demolish, on demolish another man. Uh, uh, we still celebrated like he did dunk on him, even though he didn't. Like, oh, that was fantastic. We would have been on SportsCenter forever because that play would have lived on. <laughs> they would have showed the dunk and then showed to us just like losing ourselves in the crowd. Just because it wasn't a big crowd, we were easily noticeable in the crowd. Yeah, that was a barren evening of fans. It was the year that the Heat, the year before the Heat got LeBron James, it Mm. was just Dwayne Wade, and Dwayne Wade was often injured. So, I feel like he might have been injured that night. In fact, Uh, yeah, I don't think he played that night because the Suns destroyed him. Yeah, that was Um, a good time. Oh man, I should have. I lived across the street from the arena. I should have took more advantage of that. Um, but we're not in Miami. We're in Austin, where we're talking about. Parks and now and you rec. live pretty close to the uh, Austin Spurs arena. Yeah, whenever they start again. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yes, Parks and Rec, the show that this is about. <laughs> Welcome oh. back, everyone who tuned out for but the yeah, last. Okay, so yeah, minutes. we got on, we got on this tangent because J- Joey knows the uh, snow cone chick that was just pumping, not pumping. Um, he was just giving <laughs> sugar, pumping jam of sugar. In snow cone. Pumping him with jam. He, he, <laughs> he nope. asked for like Crown Royal Black and something else, but she only had sugar. Um, Ron showed up to uh, disrupt uh, Leslie's plan to swing Jam's vote. Um, and so uh, Jam wins, but he's not, he's torn on, because Ron's been, you know, saying things off to the side. So he says, all right, uh, Leslie and Ron play on the ninth hole wait no they played nine holes uh for jam's vote and chris chris is a caddy he's super excited to be there he's encouraging everyone there that's on the course not just the people he's caddying for um but also a duck but also a duck um they get to the ninth hole and uh runs up and if he makes this hole uh he wins um it's into a dragon's mouth Leslie's trying to distract him like he's at the free throw line or something, just saying comments. Uh, Ron holds it and won. Uh, it wins. So Jam is impressed with his athletic ability and said, shakes his hand and says, hey, Eric. Not hey, hey, Eric. He said, says, hey, 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 say, all right, you know, the vote is going against the golf course, I guess. Uh, the next day, Leslie's still mad and she has like, Six reasons why she's upset. Um, <laughs> this I don't is a great. All six of this is a great scene. Um, mm-hmm. oh, her mouth Sorry. is full. I, my mouth <laughs> was full, but that was a great scene. I kind of got distracted for a second. I came back and I agree. It's great. She agrees. Um, basically, she's upset that the golf course is going away, but she's going to put out something to get it refunded. She's already written the bill and it will get passed that it will get passed to bring the golf course back. 
Um, Jam went into Leslie's office to negotiate a deal to get his vote swung back her way, which reminded me so much of a porno. Like not a specific one. It was just the situation because <laughs> he just walks into his walks into her office, kicks her his feet up on her desk, and says, "What are you willing to do for to, to get my vote?" I was like, "Man, I've seen this too often." Um, anyways, uh, and Sean's, Leslie, Sean's uh, speaker system just auto triggers. But Leslie tells him, "Like, no, you already agreed to." Ron's uh to vote for Ron and, and I guess she doesn't give him anything uh anything enticing for him to swing the vote. So uh so Leslie is appreciative of Ron's moral code uh because he hosts to it. Um uh, and so then they decide to have a drink in his office. Which is against policy, I wanna mention again. If you all recall from friggin' the first season, we established that they're not supposed to be drinking on government property, but at least once a season, they seem to do it. I could have drank that drink Haley gave me in my office on my birthday. Yeah. And you wouldn't have even gotten a letter in your file and been one of the boys club. Right. Right. Um, I guess that was the end of the episode. Like, they just finished it off with a drinking, appreciating each other. And he had this $9,000 gorilla uh, that Ron's going to keep because he, uh, a person in that uh, office uh, gave him huge compliments. And even though she tried to take it back, he's like, nope, it's mine. Mr. Fuzzy Face or Mr. $9,000 taxpayer something. Yeah. We said it earlier in the podcast an hour ago. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that. I can't remember what you predicted for this episode. I was trying to remember earlier. I predicted something? I mean. What? What? That's typically how we do it. You do a prediction for the next week. <laughs> ah. But before that, Sean, we got to do top five. No, I... You got caught up in that. Top five. I just mean I was wondering if he was correct. I couldn't remember. Oh. Number right. five. It's no, Sean wait. today. So this... Uh, <laughs> number five. So this title of this episode was uh, uh, Swing Vote. And so these are the top five things, or not things, these are actual people, these are persons. Things you could do to swing Sean's vote? hey why, why do you tell me that? I could have done... Let me make a new list. No. Number five uh, is Kevin Costner in Swing Vote, which I believe is what Sean thought this episode would be. <laughs> that, oh I, I didn't know that was a movie. Um, we talked no. about it last week. Until Joey brought it up. <laughs> I thought it was Dennis Quaid, but it was Kevin Costner. I, I remember now. No, these are the top five times I voted and the candidate I voted for, and they even, they, not all of them won. Oh, dang. You're going to so. tell us your voting history? Number sure. five. Number five in 2018. Wait, is my voting history, is that supposed to be a secret? I mean, it doesn't have to be. It's I mean, fully your choice. Only if you these whisper are, it, then it's a secret. These are times I was proud to vote for this person. There you go. And so in 2018, I voted for uh beto rourke for the u.s senate in texas he lost he uh, he lost badly because he's a democrat running in texas so <laughs> um it was a given but i think he overwhelmingly won austin like by a landslide and so it wasn't close but you know texas is pretty large um so uh he did not win. I think he did pretty well in some other places too that maybe like Dallas. were kind of surprising. Well in, he's from El Paso, so I'm sure he did well in El Paso, Austin, Brownsville, and Dallas. Uh, but the rest of Texas, maybe Houston, um, the rest of Texas was not having it. And uh, Ted Cruz won by uh, an overwhelming majority. But um, Beto won more of a percentage that he thought he would or that you know experts thought he would. And so... Um, people were sensing, a, I, got, I guess, a change of the tide at that point in time. And that was, it was a good one. He ran a great pe- campaign. Um, I was happy to vote for him, even though he had no chance of winning. Uh, but it was fun. Number four. 
Number four is back in 2012 when uh, I once again voted for Barack's ba- Barack Obama's re-election. Um, it was a little dicey because I guess Mitt Romney had a strong run at that time, um, but it was just enough. Obama had just enough votes to win. Um, I remember Joey and I went to Home Slice the night of their first debate. I don't know if you remember that, Joey. But I remember it being like in the corner of like Home Slice, like the TV up there. We couldn't hear anything. But I'm like looking at my phone and everybody's ragging on. It depends on whose side you were. If you were a Republican, you were like Obama sucks. If you're a Democrat, Mitt Romney sucks. And I was just like, man, what the fuck am I doing at Home Slice right now? <laughs> <laughs> eating pizza. Getting that good pizza though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, home slice, it's always too hot, and I need to wait. Next time I get home slice, I need to wait <laughs> for a piece of the cool off before I eat it because you know it comes out because it takes forever to come out, and then you're like, oh, I'm super hungry, so it comes out, and you eat it immediately, and you burn, you sear your tongue off, and it's like, well, I can't taste the piece anymore. Did you burn your mouth that night, Joey? I don't Probably. think I've had this issue. <laughs> really? Because he waits. He's a very patient pacer. Yeah. Patient. No, he's not. No, I'm not, no, but no, I no. I do feel like I don't know if I've ever burned your mouth on pizza. Yeah, maybe it's because I'm getting because uh, he's taking photos. Yeah, so many. Yeah, so many toppings. Only yeah. I only got pepperoni and cheese. Topping the cheese salt. is the hottest part. So you mix in the cheese with all these toppings that don't belong in a pizza, and you don't burn your mouth off. Now it all makes sense. Yes, I agree. That's the way to do it. You have a lot of veggies. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of Home Slice's eggplant pizza, but this is not a pizza podcast. We had podcast. it recently, and it was very good. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. I know, Sean. Very good. I know. We should get it today. Number three. Number three was back in 2014. Um, it was the race for governor, and that is when Wendy Davis ran for governor. She did not win. Um, but it's, it was also another, uh, a race that I was proud to vote for her. She had, uh, uh, she had filibustered on the floor for, I forgot how many hours enough to where she needed a back brace afterwards. Cause she had, because of the stupid rules, you have to like stand the whole time and nobody can help you. And I remember it was a that. big deal. Yeah. It was like, it was a big deal and she made it through, um, in the end, it didn't work, but her courage or bravery that she showed in that moment, and I think it had to deal with uh, abortion rights, and I was all, I was, you know, I felt encouraged by what she had said and what she was fighting for. Um, again, she's a Democrat, and so she had no chance of winning in Texas. Like, Greg Abbott was, of course, going to win again. Um, but, you know, a valiant effort and uh, somebody you can definitely get behind. Number two. The number two time that I voted is actually in the future. And what? that's going to be in November 2020. I can't wait yeah. um, to vote. I, I, oof. Oof. I have my voter re- If you don't have your voter registration card, uh, get it. If, especially if you live in Texas because people are going to be tripping. Make sure you have your ID. Make sure you have your card. They're going to be pulling out all the stops to get you to, to, to suppress your vote. I think they're doing mail-in ballots for, you know, like mass or at least registration. So you can get registration by mail if you're not yet registered. Yeah. Because I found out uh, this uh, last last election cycle that I live in Williamson County, not Travis. Oh. Even though I still live in Austin. Um, But man, November 2020. So as we're recording this episode, it's June and uh, the protests the George Floyd protest is still very active. Um, and it's just, you know, it's uh, activated me, even though I've voted and I've been voting, but I, you know, I can't wait to vote for this one. Um, yeah. I don't know what else to say, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of people feel that way, or I hope we, a lot of people feel that way. We, we need to get this done. We need some new leadership. We need some leadership. leadership. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, no, yeah, not even no leader. We need leadership in general. Y'all are absolutely correct. Number one. Number one. Um, so back in 2004, I was 17 years old, so I couldn't vote. 
So the first time I voted was in 2008 while I was a college kid on campus, senior year. Um, and it was the first time um, a black guy was the presidential nominee for the uh, Democratic Party. And me also being a black male, this was a big moment for me that the first time I would ever vote would be for our first black president. Um, I'll never forget it. Walking to the, I forgot what the building called, but its initials were the, were the FAC. I walked over there from work. I voted. It was the first time I ever voting. And I didn't know what to, I mean, I knew what to do, but it, you know, it was also. Yeah, you're still a little bit like nervous of like, I want to make sure I'm yeah. doing it right. Yeah. And I did it and I got a sticker and I walked back home to my uh, apartment and it was just, it was just a great feeling. Uh, I, vote, I voted early and so it wasn't election night. So I didn't go home and go home to see the results. But then that election night, um, I couldn't keep my eyes off the news. It was, it was something that I didn't believe would happen in my lifetime. That someone that has the same skin color as me is the president of the United States. Um, so that was a big moment for me, a big moment for this country. Um, just something I thought would never happen. I called my dad. I could barely hear him. I think he was, you know, with a group elsewhere, uh, just celebrating and he couldn't believe it either. He's like, I never thought I'd see this. I was like, same, same. And so that's how much representation matters. Um, and just cause, you know, we're all crying because <laughs> we thought we Something happened that we'd never see again before. I mean, who knows? We may never see it again because uh, in our lifetime, because we kind of reverted back to our old ways. So, but there's hope. But there's hope. And yeah. 2008 was pretty special. We, well, I mean, we we gotta, we gotta see <laughs> it again. Hope. We gotta see more diversity in our <laughs> representation. Hope so. Hope so. I thought we would get it in 2016, but obviously that didn't happen. That's why I didn't put that on the list. <laughs> Sean, a while yes, back. Yes. Okay. So like when we were doing maybe season one or season two, I think Joey sent this to me, but maybe somebody else just sent me a like, which Parks and Rec character are you quiz? Mm-hmm. And we should definitely all do it. But I took the quiz back then and guess who I got. You got uh, April. I did not. What? I know. Did you get John Raphael? How? <laughs> right? I was like, what? But I don't know. That, this that, quiz. That was who my quiz questions. result was. I thought it was hilarious. And I really wanted to share that with you sooner, but you didn't know who John Raphael back, was back then. And I didn't oh. want to share it too soon because I didn't know if all the characters that were in it, uh, you had been exposed to. But I think now with the onset of Mona Lisa, that's probably like, all the biggest, like, like, I don't think there's anybody else. I feel like we've met the main crew. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if she's even in the quiz, but I'm just saying, like, I think it's time. So maybe we should all, we should do all that. That would be fun to see. I'll retake it, see see if I get the same results. Okay. 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 Yeah. Hopefully I get Anne. (laughs) You want to be most like Anne? Sean just wants to do himself. (laughs) Why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. And I believe that's a wrap on top five. We were caught up in the top five. But not quite a wrap on the show because we still have to hop into cat categories. Cat categories. And I kind of spoiled this for y'all a little bit before as we hopped in. But oh, no. right at the very end during the hot closing, there's a fun little bit where Andy's saying how their band has two singers I don't agree two with lead singers category. has anyone ever done that before and ben yells out the beatles and maybe think what other bands are there with two lead singers and so that'll be the category it can be any type of music any musical act but there has to be at least two lead singers i will count more than two of course there has to be at least two lead singers. And I'll start us and off. And so, hold on. I just want okay. to say. It's going to be controversial. It, it will is. Be. It and that's why be. I'm going to do a clarifying question slash comment. Okay. So if a band sometimes has a different person do lead vocals on a song regularly enough, does that qualify? Sure. 
Okay. It doesn't have to be a lead singer on like every song. I mean, two lead singers on every song. No, no. Okay. All right. I'll start us off with Casey and JoJo. That sounds great. Lincoln Park. Millie and Vanilli. Like, does that count? Like, I don't know. Like, Sure. Sure. Why not? Did they both sing? Uh, yes. I believe, I believe they yeah. did. Okay, I yeah. don't know well enough to say they didn't. Uh, Bare Naked, Naked Ladies. Sonny and Cher. Destiny's Child because Kelly Rowland. Yeah, sang dude. As well. well, all three of them sing, and they. But you're right. But that, they're not that, backups. That's yeah. true. But no, I feel like they. A lot of their songs back then, like back in the original Destiny's Child days, there was a lot more like collaboration. Toward the end, maybe a little bit less. Well, so, well less collaboration. All right, go for it. And besides, we're just gonna name bands. <laughs> go, Joey, go. TLC. Blink One Eighty Two. Fucking Spice Girls. Yeah. So tell us what you want. That's not a band. Yeah, who it's was really, the really lead want. singer of Spice? I believe Baby and Sporty were often. Really? No, I have no idea. Oh. I was gonna say Backstreet Boys. Brian and Nick and AJ. Okay. And sometimes the other two, but mostly them three. In sync. Yeah, and tell gotta, us who was the now lead. Now you got to say who the leads you are. Have to, I mean, I'm sure Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Justin and JC primarily. Okay. With 98 Degrees, a, was, it, was it just Nick Lachey as the lead? Unclear. <laughs> knows. Um, we can, you can say them if you want. We can say the Hot Boys. But they're rappers. That's fine. Cause That's true, because then you could also say Pretty Ricky. And who? Or is that just Pretty the Ricky's name the, the name of the band. There's Got four it. members. They all sing. That's okay. Well, three of them rap and one sing, but they're all main vocalists. <laughs> but they're all main vocalists. I had one in my brain. Oh, the the Partridge family I thought would be fun to add. You thought what? incorrectly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's a family uh, of singers singing together. Migos, because they all rap, even though Quavo's the leader. Yeah. Do they all? Everybody raps. Oh, they don't just go Lambo. <laughs> Lambo. Lambo. Um, I will go with Boys to Men. Black Eyed Peas? Will I am not the leader? I guess Fergie's kind of. Yeah, I feel like it depends. If, if she's singing, then she's leading. But if not, then yeah. Then Will I Am's the leader. Yeah. That was a good one, Haley. Um, I was just yelling that so I had time to think of something that I wanted to say. Oh, we know. Um, come on, Sean. You know groups that sing. You know groups that sing that don't have. One lead singer? I don't know groups that sing that have one singer. I think I'm out. (laughs) I'm down for the count. Yeah, yeah. There's always a lead singer. Yeah, I do think there's... Beach Boys! Oh, there you go. (laughs) I feel like there's probably a lot more like rappers we could have done. A lot more rappers, a lot more 60s groups. Yeah. Like Holland, okay. well, Holland and Oates is not, but I was going to say them because I feel like they both sing. Do they not? I don't know. Both Holland and Oates? I don't know. It's kind of like Simon and Garfunkel. Like, I guess they do both sing, but I would consider Simon the leader of that group. Well, there you go. You know, it's just all like up to interpretation. Yeah. And though this wasn't our best care category, we gave it our, our best effort. Effort. Participation trophy yeah yes we'll all get a ribbon for all of us and a it's green for sure a plaque a plague no we don't need that a plaque on my teeth okay but before the episode they are both showing their teeth right now sean (laughs) can you guess what next episode which will be the finale (gasps) of season five will be all about it is called season five Joey, finale it is not no it called is that. called that seems very silly that they would title it that considering they've never in the history of any of their things titled anything in such a manner are you done i am indeed <laughs> it is called are you better off go um someone's going to leave uh i think 
someone's going to leave and they're going to ask, are you better off? Who's going to leave? leave? Maybe Ron. Ron's going to leave. He's going to be better off because he does have... Oh. So I will admit that I was filibustering to pull up the timer. And that's why I was talking so slowly before. Oh, now it's clear. Now it is clear. Sean well, is Sean, guillotining I, again. I, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say I don't think you're right at all <laughs> with your your guess there. But we, uh, we'll find out next week. It'll be... It'll be fun. And fun. you know what? Cookie cake. And there will be there will be cookie cake. We will all be imbibing. I got to find a cookie cake delivery place. My sister said that she could make a cookie cake. And I was like, but then it wouldn't be the same. And Your she was like, but I could make one. Sh- and I said, Ooh. yeah, you could, girl. <laughs> oh, I don't have a hockey cake. She made brownies yesterday. Oh, yeah. And you loved it. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how y'all's quarantine practices are going. But Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good <laughs> yeah parks and rec <laughs> I was gonna say oh what were you gonna say you go what were you gonna e- say like email subscribe to yeah. us oh yo send us some communique on the gmail parks and rec at gmail.com nope. maybe nope. nah that's not it yo but you could hit us up on twitter and a facebook oh, yeah. and uh you could like leave us a rating and a review on the places where you listen to the podcast and you could also email us or you could go to our website and joey's gonna tell you all about that what a segue parksrectpod.com as well as parksearchpod at gmail.com. That's almost what I said. Almost there we what go. you said, but I don't want people sending stuff to. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. The wrong we place. We needed to clarify. Which, having done that before, is the worst. You hit send on your email, and then it's just like, wait a minute. And then you frantically look up, can I unsend? Why? An email. What were you sending that was so frantic that you couldn't send it to the wrong email address? I mean, it's just What's happened. It's happened so many times. Well, but even sometimes, like that seems like a user If I'm sending issue. the same thing to multiple people uh-huh. and perhaps am, but don't want to send it as a as a mass email. Uh huh. But like, let's say I'm emailing you and uh-huh. I say, Sean, check Sucks. this out. Oh. Then, oh, so it's just like you you accidentally called me Sean. Yeah, I maybe said the wrong name or maybe I, mean, I was trashing Sean. Yeah, if you're trashing someone, that's worse. You, no, I was trashing you to Sean, but I accidentally... Which makes more sense than the opposite. ...sent it to Sean. Huh? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's huh. how it works. That's what's going huh, on. Huh, indeed. But I do want to mention before we go... Parks and Rec. ...that Joey <laughs> has some fun facial hair happening. That's all. Parks and it's like he belongs in Tombstone or something. Like, yeah, Ooh. it's pretty exciting. I Perhaps like. Perhaps we should engage in a spelling contest. Perhaps we should post a photo. Pardon. Act. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio or listen to the next episode.